Clayton. John Clayton. And now, I'm done with my segment. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. We're talking football with the professor, John Clayton, as we do every day at this time with Wyman and Bob. If you guys have questions for John, now is the time. Text them in. 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN. We'll try to get to some of your questions before we let them go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. How are you? Hanging in there. Are you, I didn't know anything was going on. Somebody texted in yesterday and said, is Pat home? And I'm like, well, yeah, I think she's home. They had date night on Friday and all that, it, it, but I guess she's sick. Uh, yeah, is she, she doing okay? She was in the hospital for three days. Is she back home now? She's back home. Got her, I got her back home yesterday afternoon. She's okay. doing okay, but uh, she's got COVID-19. And what about you? Because you sound like you're dealing with something. You I, I, I still have that cold. Haven't you, been able to shake that. You don't have COVID, though? No, I mean, I, t- I took a test on Saturday, uh, a home test, and it came out negative. Here's what you do, John, okay? Yeah. Apple cider vinegar shots in the morning. There you okay? go. Get you some vitamin C, uh-huh. all right? And if you're really feeling a little uh, sticky, throw some elderberry in there. Where do I get this stuff? This get it at any, any health food store, yeah. supplement store. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can't remember the last time I was at a health food store. Well, oh, you, you, so you're just too big time now to that, go to no, the store. I, no, no, in fact, I can't remember the last time I've been into a uh, non-pharmacy store. Oh, well, they should have it there in the pharmacy. They yeah, sell true that. Stuff. True oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, just a little advice from a you know from a yeah, youngster to a, to a you know a, you know. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? To I an can, OG. I can, I can sense you feeling for to it. To an there. original gangster. Th- there you John go. John okay. There you go. <laughs> he was trying not to say old, John. That's oh, what okay. he was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, take care of yourself, and our thoughts are with Pat, and hopefully she's feeling better as well. So, um, hey, uh, did you did you enjoy last night's game? Uh, uh, three pass attempts yeah. for the New England Patriots, and they won. How about well, that? Well, I mean, what, what helped – uh, enjoy the game. It was so frigging boring that I was able to sleep through a good portion of the third and fourth quarter because I wasn't missing anything. Right. I mean, it's like you know, fourteen to ten. I mean, all the the running, uh, all the running plays and all that stuff. It was very predictable. You know, I was able to obviously catch it when the uh, as the game was concluding to see the results and all that stuff, and certainly at the beginning. But it was strange. Hey, what it, I, I was telling Robert that I was, you know, immediate reaction on Twitter, all these people ripping on the Bills going, oh, well, wasn't that fun? They're one year of being good, and now they're back to being an average team, and it's the Patriots division again. Do you, do you buy into that? Is that? Was it just a one-year flash for the Bills, and, and the Patriots will be the dominant team once again, or how do you view things in the AFC East? I don't know if it's a one-year flash, but right now you can see the Patriots are a dominant team. And so, you know, they've got a young quarterback who's doing great, even though he didn't do anything last night. You know, they've loaded up a tight end and a wide receiver. Their defense is really good. I mean, you just give credit to Bill Belichick as opposed to ripping the Bills. You know, certainly they're not playing. The Bills have not been playing great in the last month. But I think you give credit to Bill Belichick and what he's been able to do. Hey, I want to go to the NFC West and talk about the Vikings. We we, we spoke to you about the Detroit Lions yeah. and, you know, obviously your disdain for them. But, uh, man, is Mike Zimmer on a hot seat right now in Minnesota? 100%, yeah. Has been all year. Wow. I mean, because, again, uh, if they don't – I'm not saying they have to make the playoffs, but if they don't have a winning season again, then I think he's out. 
Hey, John, we, one thing we were talking about with the Seahawks team was the defensive line. You look at them, they've got 19 total sacks right now. Right. Through this many games. That's that's a really not not a good pace at all. No. Um, it doesn't come close to what they did last year. So what do you – I mean, we're looking at somebody like Kerry Hyder Jr. We talked about him, you mm-hmm. know, last year he had eight and a half sacks with the, with the 49ers. His first year with the Lions he had eight sacks. It seemed like any time he played a full season – he was productive, yet he's got half a sack this year. And I'm not putting it all on him by any stretch. I mean, Carlos Dunlap, Benson Mayola, we can go up and down that line outside yeah. of Daryl Taylor. It's it's amazing to see the lack of production when it comes to those sack numbers. What do you, what do you well, attribute what my, that to? One of my big questions coming into the season is that with so many options at uh, pass as pass rushers, you know, how are they going to work the rotation so it's going to work well? And I think you can see that, Dave, I've, they use so many guys – <clears throat> that the rotation isn't necessarily getting the sacks, which isn't good. But again, they're getting good pressure. That's encouraging. But again, they're not getting the sacks. John, I want to ask you about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know that Big Ben, it's been reported that this is likely his last year. It's probably going to be his last year anyway. Yeah. Where do you see them finding the replacement for Big Ben? Obviously, Mike Thomas never had a losing season. Do you see them uh, – concentrating more on the draft or, or or potentially finding a free agent to replace him next season? I'd say finding a free agent or making a trade, you know, because, again, you can see that if they're going to be drafting, you know, 18, 17, it's going to be hard to get that quarterback that can come in there and be uh, a starter in the long term, you know, to get that quality type of thing. So, I, you know, again, I, I know that there's interest between uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Steelers, so that could be an option. And you can see that uh, you know Jimmy Garoppolo could be an option too. Well, wouldn't that be weird to see Aaron Rodgers in a Steelers uniform? Yeah. You know what? I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah. I just feel like you know you know the, the this is what quarterbacks kind of do. You know, like yeah. I mean, at first it was weird to see Tom Brady in the Buccaneers uniform, and now for me it seems yeah, kind of normal. That's a fair point. Hey, John, uh, Peter King weighing in on the situation here in Seattle. Did you hear what he had to say? Yeah, I did. What, what, now, what's your reaction? Peter's not a, a rumor monger in the no. way that you, you know. I know you love Florio, yeah. Uh, but he's 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 got a different level of credibility, and and Garofalo, the same thing, and you know he's he's got some credibility as well. And they're both kind of in on the whole. Hey, something in this off season could have you know Russ may not want to play for Pete, or he may want Pete in a different role, or something like that. What do you, what do you make of all that? It's the same overreaction that we've seen now since Jan uh, since February. Uh, because everybody you know wants to move on with Pete Carroll and move on from Russell Wilson and all that stuff. Uh, now again, this these last six games are going to be critical just from the standpoint that uh, you know you, they've got they should get three wins, and those three wins will get them to seven. And then of course if they can fi- somehow get a split with Arizona or Rams, which I, I tend to doubt that that'll happen. You know if they end up being eight and nine, is there going to be Oh, we got to get rid of this, and we got to do this, and we got to. I mean, it, you you lose your starting quarterback, who's that good, and it's going to pull pull you down. And of course, it'd be played shaky for how many weeks? And so you throw all that together, and you say, okay, just uh, right off the season, and then start working on getting better next season. Hey, John, the Patriots. Although their game was pretty boring last night, they are number one in the AFC now. Uh-huh. Uh, do you see them coming out of the AFC? <laughs> I wouldn't guarantee it, 
because you know the way this season has gone with so many ups and downs and good teams losing to bad teams and all that stuff I'm not making a Super Bowl prediction but right now the way they're playing they're putting themselves in a position to go and maybe play in the Super Bowl yeah uh, we haven't asked that question in a while here we are you know getting towards the end of the season who's we're the dominant teams. I mean, it feels like any time we sort of crown somebody as, as the favorite or the dominant team, they end up losing that yeah, week. Yeah, I know. So there's no dominant team. Well, uh, uh, all right. As of this week. There is no dominant team. Well, no, no. Who's the best team in the AFC and who's the best team in the NFC as we sit right now? I'd say New England's the best team in the AFC. And I think you have to say Green Bay right now is the best team in in the NFC. But that could all change next week. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%. NFC East. You know, we're talking about teams being up and down, right? Dallas, one of those teams on a downward spiral right now. The Washington football team trending upwards. I think they've won three or four straight. Mm-hmm. Could you see them potentially stealing the East away from Dallas? No, I can't. And because, again, Dallas is, what, eight and four? Uh, you know, Washington, six and seven. I, I think you can see Washington making as a wild card. But, uh, you know, Dallas, because they still have some easy games to be able to play. And so they should still be able to, uh, you know, get to 10, maybe 11 wins or something like that. But I, I can't see Washington catching up with the Dallas Cowboys, particularly as talented as Dallas is, even though they're not playing great. Hey, John, have you been watching the uh, the in-season hard knocks with the Colts? I missed last week's, but I saw the first two. It's pretty cool. Do you, do you like it? I do. I think that, you ever watch that show, Turbo? I haven't. I haven't watched there, it. I mean, usually it's a preseason thing. We're seeing a team go through training camp and all that, right, which right. is always great. They always do an awesome job. But this is the first year they're doing an in-season, right. with, and they're doing it with the Colts. It's really cool. Okay. Okay. Do you, do you, do you like up. Darius Leonard, the maniac? Yeah, I love him. Yeah. What a player, man. I know. I the mean, maniac. He's, what's, what's that, Turbo? I said he's all right. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's pretty good. He's a good player. What about uh what about Man in the Arena, John? What's that again? The Tom Brady Man in the Arena. You been checking that I, out? Nope, have not. Is that on ESPN? Where's that one at? ESPN two, I think. Yeah, ESPN. But no, it's is ES, ESPN, ESPN Plus. Plus yeah, maybe? I don't I don't get ESPN Plus. Okay, well that's a good one too. So if you guys can want to check that one out, you can't get it. You can't get it. No, I I don't get ESPN Plus. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, well, no. you can get it. You just choose not to get ESPN Plus. That is Plus. correct, yes. I got you. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, John, is it, we were asking this about the season with the Seahawks. And, you know, in order for them to have a winning record, they got to sweep the rest of the season. Which yeah. is we talked about yesterday, and I agree with you, the, the road games against the Rams and Cardinals, that's that's a little tough. So, the more off, more likely than not, they're going to be a losing team. Yes. So what 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 do you expect the offseason to look like? And maybe it's not fire Pete and you know, Russell gets traded, all that. But what kind of changes would you think realistically you could look toward if they do end up being a seven win team and eight win yeah. team, six win, whatever it ends up being? Well, they got to you know start to rebuild the offensive line. You know they've got to continue to uh, figure out a cornerback. They definitely need to get something done with Quandre Diggs. They, they they really should do that before the end of the regular season. That's going to be huge. Why would the Why would the Lions let him go for a fifth round pick? What was the, Was there a knock on him out there? No, I think the Lions would just probably. The just, Lions are terrible. Yeah. Oh, I know that, but it just I didn't know if they, if he had. I, a, I, I, it, listen, you're the only one in the country that likes him. I don't like them, John. I'm just trying to tell you that they don't go out there. They give each team they face a tough battle. That they, was my they, point. They also give each team in the league one of their players. <laughs> yeah. So it's like and we thank them for that. Yeah, and so I mean, it's not just one. I mean, you know, they they got several because what about Nick Ballore? What about uh, you know Luke Wilson when he was 
you know, he came back here from there. I mean, when Matt Patricia was there, Cliff Averill. Huh, Cliff Averill, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, well, that's that's before, but uh, I mean, you're looking well, at they the were most, bad then too. <laughs> yeah, most recent vintage, and uh, you know, Darius Slay they gave up on, and Golden Tate. I mean, again, they're they're bad for a reason. Yeah, it's just weird to see a guy play as well as Quandre has since he's been here and go. Really? That was a fifth-round pick they took in exchange for He was for a team captain. That's amazing. He was a team captain, and, uh, you know, he hated Patricia. Obviously, everybody hated Patricia. And so it's like uh, then it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, let's move him for a fifth-round pick. And it's like, wow, how crazy is that? Hey, John, I've got two questions here for you, both two different teams. Yeah. First, I want to ask you about Gardner Minshew yeah. and uh, the Eagles. He had a great performance uh, on Sunday, do you see him potentially getting another starting opportunity somewhere? Uh, somewhere, yeah. I mean, right now, the plan is, according to uh, the Eagles, that they're going to keep uh, Jalen Hurst as a starting quarterback. But again, you see Gardner doing good things. And, you know, I think that right now he's in that category where he's a very good backup quarterback. I mean, can he be a starter? Well, who knows? But uh, right now, I think he's at that very good backup quarterback position. The other question I had for you is regarding the Saints. Yeah. Uh, they've honest, you know, obviously struggled at the quarterback position. Uh, they tried Taysom Hill last week. Uh, he wasn't very good. Trevor Simeon really wasn't very good the prior two weeks before that. But they drafted Ian Book, who was a, a four-year starter at Notre Dame. I want to say for maybe it was three years at least for sure under Brian Kelly, but perhaps it was four. And they took him in the fourth round. Uh, wasn't even active last week and really hasn't been active all season long. Do you see them potentially giving him an opportunity to play in some games, or are they just seeing something in practice that they're saying, ah, he's not ready? No, because, again, they're, they're, they're trying to win, and so they're going to go with the experienced quarterbacks. Uh, you know, again, Taysom Hill I'm not big on, but, uh, you know, and you know, Trevor Simeon is, uh, you know, just – uh, an average backup a backup quarterback but you know the only way that they'll put Ian Book in is that if they're so far out of the race which is looking like that's going to happen because they've lost five in a row they're five and seven they're not good right now they've got so many injuries you know two or three injuries on the offensive line and Alvin Kamara has been hurt and you know again if you put Ian Book in you understand you do it with the worst receiving group in the National Football League there's nobody as bad as they are. Nobody. Mm, that's not a good way to start as a young guy. Uh, no, no. So you're going you're to put him in. It's kind of like uh, what they did in Chicago with Justin Fields. They put him behind the worst offensive line we've seen in the last couple of years. And what happens? 31 sacks, and he gets his ribs uh, busted up. Hey, where is uh, where do you think Gardner Minshew ultimately ends up landing? He's going to get another shot somewhere, isn't he, in terms of being think, a starter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know about being a starter, but at least being the backup. Boy, he feel John. Don't you think he's? I know he doesn't have the intent. He's not six five. He doesn't have the cannon arm. He's not a a burner in terms of running. But he he's just kind of one of those. I don't, he's got that intangible. He's got that 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 it factor. I guess it, uh-huh. you know, his play, his teammates seem to love him. He can he can make the right throws. He does. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but boy, he seems like he got the opportunity to be a starter for a decent team. He could he could produce. He can produce. There's no doubt about it. But I think right now his production is probably better as a backup because I don't know if he can step up and uh, you know go against the real good ones. But uh, you know I think he's evolving. 
uh, the more he plays, the better things seem to be. And you'd like it if he does get a chance to start. But right now, I don't know where that would be. Would it? Would he fit in Pittsburgh if they don't get Aaron Rodgers? Or are they going for a bigger name? They want somebody like an Aaron Rodgers there. No, I think they go for a bigger name. Hmm. Hey, John, um, I want to ask you about the Titans. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Do you have any updates on him and his potential return to be able to help this team as they make a playoff push? Uh, maybe in the playoffs. I don't think he's going to be there for the rest of the regular season, but you know, maybe in the playoffs he might be able to get back in there. There is that possibility, but I wouldn't guarantee it. That was a bad injury. What, what about the uh, the injury to Jamal Adams? If we, we haven't gotten any clarity on that, have we? Well, no, because it was a day off uh, – today so yeah just that it was to his surgically repaired shoulder which you yeah, hate, yeah. You hate hearing that and and i'm curious what how do you think he's played i know he's taken a lot of heat yeah. you know for the contract and he hasn't played as well as he did last year i would say easily over the last month he's played really well i agree and i think that uh he's better in coverage right now you know, they're blitzing him a little bit more i mean he's making plays and so it's like you hope he comes back because he's such an important part of that defense you think it was more about how they were using him as opposed to just what he was doing and not doing? on the. It seemed like last year they had him up on the line. He was almost like a linebacker. He was an impact player. And then this year, for whatever reason, they said, all right, well, now we're going to play him more as a traditional safety, which I, I don't quite get the motivation for well, that. Well, I think what it ended up happening is, I mean, you know, they've had so many question marks with the linebackers getting in sync with the guys in the secondary that, you know, he was victimized by that. And so, uh, and that, you know, and teams were, you know, working the short screens and working the short passes in the middle and all those stuff. And then, you know, he'd be out of caught up. But again, I think it's, it's a combination of the fact that the linebackers were not in sync with the safeties and the cornerbacks. And so he gets exposed a little bit more and probably gets unfairly criticized. But I mean, he was pretty questionable in coverage. I think he's getting better. What are your thoughts on Odell Beckham? And his uh, the way he's performed in L.A. so far, I'm ready to go to sleep on that one. <laughs> uh, uh, why? What do you mean? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, because again, it's like, uh, what's he done? I mean, sure, he, he he's got got a touchdown late in the game the other day, but you know he's been fighting injuries. He doesn't seem to be as big of a threat as he used to be. You kind of wonder if some of his speed is starting to go away. Yeah, right now it's like he's just a shell of what he used to be. Hey, what, what's the word on how KJ is doing out there with the Raiders? Uh, okay. I mean, I think that uh, they like his leadership for sure. But, again, you're also talking about a defense that at, at times is beginning of 30, 35 points a game. So it's like uh, he hasn't certainly turned anything around there. How about Baker Mayfield in Cleveland? Do you see him continuing to be the starter going into next season? Uh, yeah, I think he can. they'll put him on the fifth-year option. They're not going to give him a long-term deal. Uh, but I could still see that. You know, again, he's he's more complimentary than he is the main main guy because again, he's you know certainly uh, you know if he if he doesn't have the two running backs as good as they have, good receivers, good offensive line, and good tight ends, he's just average. John, we appreciate. It. We'll let you get get to your your health there. Remember what Robert told you. What'd you say? Elderberry, yeah, and, and apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. A shot of that in the morning. Yeah. All right. Vitamin C. Right. Okay. And then if you're really feeling sticky, all right, some elderberry. There you go. And some tea or something like that. You know, it's good. It's good for you. Okay, sounds good. You should be able to find all of that at a pharmacy, John. Okay. So we've got to get you back in fighting shape here. Got it. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. Okay. There you go. If you missed any of today's cold, hard facts brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, download the podcast at 710sports.com. Man, he sounds like he's a... 
He's struggling with it there. He is not in a he didn't say he didn't seem like he was in a good mood today. But you know what? When you're feeling under the weather, you know, that can you know, I guess it can just mess with your uh, your attitude a little bit. Isn't that the worst? When you when you it's funny when I get like really I haven't been sick in two years, knock on wood. Uh but a- actually after the Super Bowl in New York, I got the mm-hmm. worst flu of my life to where it, it was a, a journey to walk from the couch to the bathroom. It just took an eternity to get right. there. It hurt to run a comb through my hair. Like it was one of those yeah. kind of illnesses, and you're going, nothing else matters. If you don't have your health, everything else is meaningless. That's, you have the, that weird perspective moment when you get that kind of sick. Health and wellness is everything. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I, you know, knock on wood, but I, I, don't, I don't really get sick. And if, if I feel anything, like if I feel even just anything like, Whatever. A little tickle in the throat yeah, or plugged and up. I'm, or t- I'm telling you, man, like the, the apple cider shot, uh, vinegar shots go up. Like that's from one to two, you know, three if needed every day. You know what I'm saying? The probiotics yep. are there for sure. The vitamin C. Yeah. Like I'm like, man, you're not, you're not getting me. No. No, 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 no. You're not getting not happening. me. All right. Well, our thanks to John. Hopefully he'll be feeling better tomorrow. Coming up, one major NFL voice thinks Pete Carroll is auditioning for his job over these next five weeks. Tell you what we're talking about next. It's Wyman and Bob with Robert Turbin in today on 710 ESPN Seattle.